Letter forty four of the Sylph. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recorded by Celine Major. The Sylph by Georgiana Cavendish, Duchess of Devonshire. Letter forty four. To Miss Grenville i write to you my dearest louisa under the greatest agitation of spirits and know no other method of quieting them than communicating my griefs to you but alas how can you remedy the evils of which i complain or how shall i describe them to you how many times have i repeated how hard is my fate yes louisa and i must still repeat the same in short what have i to trust to i see nothing before me but the effects of deep despair i tremble at every sound and every footstep seems to be the harbinger of some disaster sir william breakfasted with me this morning the first time these three weeks i believe a letter was brought him he changed countenance on the perusal of it and starting up traversed the room in great disorder any ill news sir william i asked he heeded me not but rang the bell with violence get the chariot ready directly no give me my hat and sword but before they could be brought he again changed his mind he would then write a note he took the standish folded some paper wrote blotted and tore many sheets bit his lips struck his forehead and acted a thousand extravagances i could contain myself no longer whatever may be the consequence of your anger sir william said i i must insist on knowing what sudden turn of affairs has occasioned this present distress for heaven's sake do not refuse to communicate your trouble i cannot support the agony your agitation has thrown me into and you would be less able to support it were i to communicate it if you have any pity for me cried i rising and going up to him i conjure you by that pity to disclose the cause of your disorder were i certain of being unable to bear the shock yet i would meet it with calmness rather than be thus kept in the most dreadful suspense suffice it then cried he throwing out his arm i am ruined for ever ruined i repeated with a faint voice yes he answered starting on his feet and muttering curses between his teeth then after a fearful pause there is but one way but one way to escape this impending evil oh cried i may you fall on the right way but perhaps things may not be so bad as you apprehend you know i have valuable jewels let me fetch them for you the sale of them will produce a great deal of money jewels oh god they are gone you have no jewels indeed my dear sir william i replied shocked to death at seeing the deplorable way he was in and fearing from his saying they were gone that his head was hurt indeed my dear sir william i have them in my own cabinet and immediately fetched them to him he snatched them out of my hand and dashing them on the floor why do you bring me these damned baubles your diamonds are gone these are only paste what do you mean i cried all astonishment i am sure they are such as i received them from you i know it very well but i sold them when you thought them new set and now i am more pushed than ever they were yours sir william said i stifling my resentment as i thought he was now sufficiently punished you had therefore a right to dispose of them whenever you chose 
and had you made me the confidante of your intention i should not have opposed it i am only sorry you should have been so distressed as to have yielded to such a necessity for though my confidence in you and my ignorance in jewels might prevent my knowing them to be counterfeits yet no doubt everybody who has seen me in them must have discovered their fallacy how contemptible then have you made us appear oh for god's sake let me hear no more about them let them all go to the devil i have things of more consequence to attend to at this moment a mr brooksbank was announced by heaven cried sir william we are all undone brooksbank blown to the devil lady stanley you may retire to your own room i have some business of a private nature with this gentleman i obeyed leaving my husband with this gentleman whom i think the worst-looking fellow i ever saw in my life and retired to my own apartment to give vent to the sorrow which flowed on every side oh good god i cried bursting into floods of tears what a change eighteen months has made a princely fortune dissipated and a man of honour at least one who appeared as such reduced to the poor subterfuge of stealing his wife's jewels to pay gaming debts and support kept mistresses these were my sad and solitary reflections what a wretched hand has he made of it and how deplorable is my situation alas to what resource can he next fly what is to become of us i have no claim to any farther bounty from my own family like the prodigal son i have received my portion and although i have not been the squanderer yet it is all gone and i may be reduced to feed on the husks of acorns at least i am sure i eat bitter herbs surely i am visited with these calamities for the sins of my grandfather may they soon be expiated that wretch lord biddulph has been here and after some conversation he has taken sir william out in his chariot thank heaven i saw him not but wynne brought me this intelligence i would send for miss finch to afford me a little consolation but she is confined at home by a feverish complaint i cannot think of going out while things are in this state so i literally seem a prisoner in my own house oh that i had never never seen it adieu adieu j s end of letter forty four